Christine Sinclair's impact on Canadian women's sport is huge in this country. And joining us to talk about that is the CEO of Canadian Women and Sport, Alison Sandmeyer Graves. Alison, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Happy to be in Vancouver to watch the big game. Don't tell me it's raining out there. Is everything okay? Well, I tell you what, I'm still sitting in the airport. I just got off a plane from Calgary and I clearly wasn't the only one coming into town for this game. So hopefully we'll have good weather, but regardless, the, the atmosphere is going to be electric tonight. Yeah, absolutely. You will be dry at Christine Sinclair Place tonight for the matchup between Canada and Australia. But really, who cares about the game? We all know what this is. It's a swan song of, of somebody who's meant an awful lot to Canadian women's sport and Canadian sport. But you tell me uh, about how you view Christine Sinclair's impact on the sport and also for women's sport in Canada. Oh, it's hard to uh, it's hard to overstate really the impact that she's had, um, not only on soccer but on sport in Canada. Uh, you know, it's a rare thing for uh, an athlete, and particularly a woman athlete, to become a household name in Canada, uh, simply because there's just not a lot of coverage, not a lot of exposure, but at more than two decades leading and playing on the women's national team, bringing home gold and bronzes from the Olympics, and just, <laughs> I mean all-time scorer, men or women in soccer in, in the world. It is uh, impossible to imagine what this will look like once uh, Sinclair retires, but oh, what a person to celebrate. She's so worthy of celebration, and we're really excited about what her next chapter holds as well. I think she could be a really powerful voice for change in this country. 23 years the career lasted, 331 international caps, 190 goals, She's going out at her own terms, and here. And the other thing too is that she's so likable, right? She's just so wonderful to talk to. She just, uh, she's just so. I, I don't. Every day makes it sound so everyday, but you know what I'm saying here, right? Just cash. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she's humble to uh, humble to a fault. I mean, she just avoids the spotlight as much as she can, and yet it finds her because she's so excellent. Because she leads with her actions, and her actions have spoken so loudly, uh, you know, on behalf of Canada, time and time again, scoring those goals, making us so proud. And, uh, and it's been really exciting to see how she's really stepped into her leadership off the pitch, really calling for change, calling for a professional women's league here in Canada, and more opportunities and, and greater conditions for girls and women playing the sport. So she uh, she has a lot of quiet power. <laughs> yes. And when she chooses to use it, it speaks volumes. And you want to talk about the ultimate team player, too, because Sophie Schmidt unretired this week so she could go out one more time to uh, to play with her. And the same with uh, the goalkeeper, Aaron McLeod, who's from this neck of the woods here in the Edmonton region. That, that says a lot when teammates want to be part of this. Oh, it certainly does. And you've heard over the years her teammates really give her so much credit for the leadership that she has brought to the team. Uh, again, she's she's quiet, but clearly very passionate in that leadership. And uh, it's meant a lot to the people that she's played with. So I understand there are a ton of alumni in town here to be part of this moment, to be back together and to celebrate together. Um, because they've gone through a lot together. Yeah. And, uh, and Sinclair means a great deal to all of them. I guess the other thing about the career is that it wasn't always easy. You know, obviously, heartbreak twice at Summer Games, Canada getting the bronze in London in 2012, same in Rio in 2016. However, 
when you do that and you finally win your uh, your gold medal and it was in Tokyo in in 2021 it just it just takes the story to another level does it not Oh, absolutely. And I think what was so exceptional about that is that, of course, while the players, that was their objective, they they wanted to change the color of the medal that year. Um, but as Sinclair pointed out, it was entirely exceptional because the development pathway for the, the women's players in this country just isn't the same as what you see in other countries. And these athletes, they leave Canada for most of the year to play. Yeah. Um, and so for them to reach the absolute heights that they did was just mind-blowing boggling. So I, I can see that level of commitment that she has to repeat that performance for Canada into the future, maybe not with her on the pitch, but with her behind changes that will really, you know, take this large player pool that we have in Canada and create those pathways for those young women to, to reach those heights like she has. One of the things we've been talking about here in the studio is does she fit in the top five athletes of all time in Canada? But we certainly know that when it comes to women's sport, if it isn't Christine Sinclair, this is just my opinion, I want yours in a minute, but to me, Haley Wickenheiser's right there, and if they're not 1A and 1B, it reverses, but where do you see her fitting in in terms of what she's been able to do to women's sport here in our country? Oh, what a great debate to have. Although I don't think that there's a wrong answer. No, there isn't. You're right. You know, yeah, you know, I think I, I, I mentioned right off the hop that it's hard for women athletes to become a household name in Canada. Right. And when you look at the fact that only about 4% of media coverage goes to women's sports in a year, uh, it's really hard to break through. It's hard to become that household name. And, and she's done it. And as you say, Haley Wickenheiser has done it. Um, and, you know, there's a handful of others for sure. It doesn't necessarily mean that there aren't others that should be up there. But the fact that, you know, her performance was so significant and so consistent over such a long period of time. I mean, we're around the same age. I don't know how she's been doing it. Um, but that really, it, it elevates the entire women's sports conversation. It puts it on people's radar. It creates excitement around it. And that's been a positive, not just for soccer, but for all women's sports. Well, you're lucky you're going to be there, but I will say TSN is uh, doing a one-hour pregame, and they're going coast-to-coast with the match starting at 8 o'clock Edmonton time. So uh, I'm happy to see that. It'll be fun just to watch her wrap thing up in style. So thank you very much for your time, Allison. We appreciate it. Get away from that airport. Get you got you got traffic to deal with in Vancouver. You know how that works. All right. Well, I look forward to cheering with the rest of Canada tonight. Thanks, Allison. Thanks for being with us. All the best. Alison Sandmeyer-Grave, CEO of Canadian Women and Sport.